0: Block Talk Radio. It's Saturday, November fifth, twenty sixteen, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Misty Show your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay. Now, I do have a message from Dee. Um, Dee won't be joining us in this episode, but she told me to tell you guys not to counter out. She's not backing out or anything like that, but right now she's just caught up in some more work stuff, so I, I don't know exactly what all they have going on, but She's been um, having to do these extra projects and stuff on the weekend, so I don't know at what point that will slow down, but she did want me to let you guys know that she will be back as soon as possible. I did um, talk to her briefly, uh, maybe about an hour or so ago. So she was going to try to join us, but she has to be on a conference call right now, so that's not going to work out. But hopefully she will be back soon. Um Okay, so usually she and I kind of have our little banter where we kind of share what we've done with the beginning of our day, so I will do that alone. Um, my earlier portion of the day has been spent, you know, kind of making the transition from Halloween to fall. So we've been in the process of kind of putting up our Halloween decorations, um, packing them away, so to speak, and kind of pulling out our fall stuff. So I've, I've been kind of spending all day, you know, finding our fall wreaths and, you know, things like that. And then the neat thing is that just in a couple of weeks, I'll have to take down fall and then pull out all the Christmas stuff. Now that's what's probably going to end up being a two to three day project. But lucky for me, I enjoy putting up my Christmas decorations, so I usually do that the day after Thanksgiving, which is Black Friday. And speaking of which, um, I'm thinking about doing another pop-up episode about Black Friday pet deals. Um, I discussed with you guys on our fall pop-up episode about gotadeal.com and um, they're the website that I use um, that kind of tell me when each store is going to release their Black Friday ad. Um, so that's just like if you don't want to wait until Thanksgiving, because I know here in my area, what we do is we kind of just get the Thanksgiving Day paper. We get a Thursday newspaper, and it has all the sales in it. But, like, if you don't want to wait on that, you can, um, like, sign up with they have the regular gotadeal.com, deal dot com, but then you want to do I think it's blackfriday dot gotta deal dot com, and that's their section where they just kind of deal with the Black Friday ads in the stores as they release them. So we've already had some stores release their ads. I think Coles has already released theirs. Dollar General, um, I want to say even JCPenney. So we've had a couple, and there'll be more releasing, you know, in the next couple of weeks, of course. Um, but so far, I don't think any of the pet stores have released theirs, like PetSmart or Petco. But I'm thinking if they release theirs in time, that I want to do another pop-up episode where I talk about um, some of the deals that you can get for your fur babies. So kind of be on the lookout for that. It might be a true pop-up show, or I might give you guys some warning. I think last time I just went ahead and just announced when I was going to do the fall show, and I might just do that. But just in case, you know, just be checking our blog talk radio site, or you can also just be checking the blog, and it will be on there, too, if I decide to announce it, you know, ahead of time. Or if I don't, you know, you'll see the link after the fact, and you can go on there and listen. Okay. So let's see what else do I want to share for you guys. Oh, also don't forget to set your clocks back by one hour tonight um, for those of us here in the U.S. Um, I think um, standard time. I think setting the clocks back is um, practiced in some other places too outside the U.S. I'm not totally sure about that. Sorry, I'm ignorant on that point. You know, because I know some other countries I think do observe daylight saving time. So I guess. I guess other places are setting them back, too, but you may just want to be sure and check, you know, for you guys who have Internet access, just make sure you go online and kind of – but definitely, and I guess most places here in the U.S. do observe it. I'm not sure about Hawaii and stuff. But it's standard time is coming back, so tonight be sure to set your clock back by one hour. For most of us in this digital age with our iPhones and things like that, some of our um, smartphones and VCR – well, not VCRs anymore, but I guess – I dated myself. DVD players, you know, sometimes they will automatically set. I know the iPhones automatically change, but just remember we get an extra hour of sleep tonight, so that's a good thing for tomorrow. Um, let's see, what else? What else do I want to say here? Oh yes, today's episode is entitled "Fish as Pets: Aquariums for Beginners." But before we begin, I want to give out the answers to yesterday's Anteater eater trivia questions. Okay, so the first question is, how long does the average ant eater live? And I wasn't sure about this, but um, on this particular site, um, in the article called Interesting Facts About Ant Eaters, they state that the ant eater lives about 25 years. So that's pretty, pretty long. Um, the next question is, how long does an ant eater sleep in a 24-hour period? And they actually – they kind of they're kind of similar to cats in this regard. They sleep um, about 15 hours a day, so they they sleep over half of their day. Um, our third question is, what is a group of ant eaters called? Now this is very interesting, you know, because you got I think with elephants they are call herds, you know, things like that. But a group of ant eaters is called a parade. Okay, that that's I wish. Dee was here to hear this one, so i will have to share that with her. But a group of ant eaters, hey, if you have animal trivia or something and you want to impress some people, a group of ant eaters is a parade. Okay? And our last question is, how many insects can a giant ant eater eat in a day? And giant ant eaters are the largest of the species, and they can eat up to a maximum of 30,000 insects a day uh yuck, but I guess yum for the ant eaters. So giant ant eaters can eat up to thirty thousand insects a day. So um I'm gonna post a link to this um article about interesting facts about anteaters because they have some other neat stuff on there about like how long their tongues can get and about the sticky saliva film that helps the insects stick to their tongue. Some of it's kinda gross, but hey, it's interesting nonetheless. So um, for more cool trivia questions like this one, be sure to check out our blog each week at shesauthority.blogspot.com And if you'd like to join in today's conversation, you can call us at 347-838-8313 or listen later in the archive at blogtalkradio.com forward slash she'sautority. Links from information used in today's episode can be found after the show on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy show or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward – no, I'm sorry, Facebook. is facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 and on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash missy show. Okay. Now on to fish as pets, aquariums for beginners. So, okay, here's the thing. In some ways, you would kind of think that, okay, fish would be an easy pet. You know, that they're fairly easy. Unlike dogs, you don't have to walk them. You don't have to take them outside to use the bathroom. Unlike cats, you don't have to um, change their litter box. You, um, you don't have to take them to the vet. You don't have to worry about um, pet hair all over your furniture and all over your clothing. So so there are definitely some pros to having fish, but are they an easy kind of uh, pet to maintain? So that's what we're going to explore today, and I have my opinions about it, so I'll just give you guys the facts, and I will let you decide if you think that you know having a pet will be... Um, an easy task or whether it would be too much responsibility. Because aquariums are very pretty, but a lot goes into them. So this particular article is called Beginner's Guide to Successful Fish Keeping. Okay, so they start off by saying, think of your fish as pets, and you'll agree they deserve the best care and attention you can provide. They rely on you to keep their environment healthy. A healthy aquarium is relatively easy to achieve and maintain, but it won't happen by itself. It depends on you. In rivers, lakes, and oceans, water is cleansed and filtered naturally. In an aquarium, it's a different story. In order to keep aquarium water clean and healthy, you must help. This means taking care not to overcrowd the tank or overfeed the fish. It means changing some of the water regularly, cleaning the gravel bed, and providing the proper filtration. Sound like a lot? It's really not. In fact, it only takes about 30 minutes a week. So according to this article, it's not supposed to be all that complicated. And, of course, that's going to vary according to each person's opinion. Some people will... Stay with me to the end of this show and be like uh, crap. No, that's going to be too much. I don't want to do that. And then you'll have some people who'll be like, "Hey, I'm still interested. I, I think it would be cool. You know, I'm willing to, you know, put in the work." So, okay, here goes. Um, in addition to your aquarium filter and lighting, here's a list of what you need to get started. So, this is important. So, listen up. Okay, so you'll need gravel, um, coated or pre-washed is ideal. Okay, decorations. Only those designated for aquariums, live or artificial plants and ornament. So those are some of the um, decorations you can put in there. So don't, um, don't drop your army men in the aquarium. That's not an ideal decoration. So for for little kids out there, parents don't let them just drop anything in there. So has to be live or artificial plants or some type of ornaments that you can, like, get from the pet store from an aquarium section that's approved that can go in an aquarium. Okay. You also need water conditioner. Um, This dechlorinates tap water to make it fish safe. You need a net, and that's for transferring your fish because when you buy them from the pet store, you're usually transporting them in a in a bag, you actually have them in the um, little clear bag, and you have to transport them from that bag, transfer them from that bag into their new home in the aquarium. You need a gravel washer for water changes and cleaning, and of course fish food. And you consult your dealer for the recommendation because it depends on what type of fish you're going to get as to what food they need. And also for aquariums, there are different types of, you know marine life that you can have in there. They don't just have to be fish. It can be hermit crabs. There are different things that you can have in there. So that is also going to depend on what type of food you'll be getting. Okay, so now we're moving into setting up your aquarium. Okay, so first off, you want to handle it with care. Um, Here's some uh, don't. uh, Never attempt to move a full or partially full aquarium. Never lift an aquarium with wet hands. Never attempt to lift aquarium by grasping upper edges or frame. Always grasp and carry an aquarium from underneath, supporting the bottom at all times. So, when you're transporting your aquarium, you want to follow those rules, according to this article. Okay, next one is preparing your tank. Using a damp cloth, clean your tank inside and out prior to setup. Never use soap, detergents, or cleaning agents. Okay, here's choosing a location for your aquarium. Always place an aquarium in a location designed to support its total weight. An aquarium filled with water and gravel weighs approximately 10 to 12 pounds per gallon. Always place an aquarium on a flat, level surface and make sure an electrical outlet is near. Never place an aquarium near a heat source or air conditioner. Okay, that's important to know. Never place an aquarium in direct sunlight. Full or even partial sunlight can cause excessive algae growth, and you don't want that. That's not a good thing for aquariums. Okay, adding your gravel. Add 1.5 to 2 pounds of gravel for every gallon of aquarium water. Be sure to rinse the gravel thoroughly. Water should drain clear before adding, the gravel bed should slope gradually to the front of your aquarium. See, I already picture myself messing up on this part now, but stick with me. Some of you might still be good here. Okay, filling your aquarium. Pouring a stream of water directly into your tank will disturb the gravel bed. We recommend that before adding water, you place a clean dish on top of gravel and gradually pour the water over the dish. The stream is gently deflected without displacing gravel. Always fill your aquarium with water at room temp. Cool water produces condensation, which gives the appearance of leakage. Condensation does occur. Simply wipe surface with a clean cloth until temperature stabilizes. Always treat your water with a dechlorinator before adding it to your aquarium. Do not add plain, untreated tap water. It can kill your fish. Now, I did look at some other articles that claim that if you kind of let the tap water sit out for some days, it would be okay or whatever. But I guess if possible, you know, um, it's best to add the dechlorinator to it. So don't don't put the plain tap water. At least according to this article. Okay, here's a word about decor. Once the aquarium is half full. You can add aquatic plants, live or artificial, and or decorative rocks or ornaments. Before adding any of these, be sure to rinse them thoroughly. When placing plants, it's a good idea to locate larger ones to the rear of the tank and smaller ones toward the front. This ensures an open swimming area for your fish. When all ornaments and plants are in place, continue filling the aquarium, to within an inch of the top rim. Okay, so now we have to get into the filtration part because this is important. This is what, you know, helps clean the water. Um, a healthy, successful aquarium requires proper filtration. Three stages are necessary. Okay, so there's mechanical filtration, which traps solid debris, such as uneaten food and fish waste. Filter cartridges are an ideal source for both mechanical and chemical filtration. Okay, and then the next phase of it, after mechanical, is the chemical filtration. Um, chemical filtration uses media um, or activated carbon to absorb, which is attracting and holding, dissolved pollutants that can cause water decoloration and odor. For mechanical filtration, there's a polyfiber pad to trap dirt and debris. For chemical filtration, each cartridge is packed with premium activated carbon. Okay, then the last type of filtration is biological filtration. Um, It depends on a culture of beneficial oxygen-loving bacteria to eliminate toxic ammonia and nitrite that accumulate in aquarium water. The bacteria culture biologically changes the ammonia and nitrite into nitrate, which is removed with once a month partial water changes. Beneficial bacteria will grow naturally on many surfaces within the aquarium, including gravel, decorative rock, and plastic plants, and will provide biological filtration. Okay, so now we're getting into heat, light, and electrical. A heater may be used to maintain water temperature in your aquarium. Most tropical fish require a constant water temp between 75 and 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Goldfish and certain other cold water species are the exception to the rule. They can exist quite comfortably without a heater. Lighting brings out the natural colors of your fish and its essential for live plant growth. There are many different types of aquarium light fixtures available. Your dealer can help you select the appropriate light fixture for your individual needs. An aquarium hood or cover is always a good idea because it helps keep fish in and airborne pollutants out. Okay, now here is an important note. To avoid excessive algae growth, limit the lighting of your aquarium to 7, 10 hours per day. It's relatively easy to plug your lighting fixture into a standard timer, so that way if you do that, it will just automatically cut off after so many hours or at a certain time. Okay, let's see. Um, Before plugging in your heater, your heater hood or any other electrical equipment, take special care to read all written safety precautions in your owner's manual, and be sure to use a drip loop use a GFCI protected outlet whenever possible. And, of course, when you're um, at the pet store and you're talking to the aquarium and fish experts in there, they can explain all that stuff to you because it's important to have your questions written down and have all this kind of, you know, handled before you walk out of there, have a good understanding. So hopefully by listening at this, this will give you some ideas as to what to ask. It's going to give you ideas on what to expect. But also, you know, you can talk to, you know, the the expert in the pet store about this stuff. Okay, now, before you add the fish, because all this stuff I'm talking about, the fish haven't even been added yet, Um, when creating a new aquarium environment, patience is vital to success. Allow your system to operate for at least 24 hours before adding fish. So don't just immediately, you know, put all the stuff in there and be like, okay, I'm going to add fish. So wait 24 hours. Begin by talking with your dealer about what fish are best suited to your aquarium, what fish are compatible with one another, and how many would be appropriate, because that does make a difference. And if I have time, I kind of want to get into um, something about goldfish. For those of you who are thinking about getting goldfish on several um, sites I've been on, um, goldfish produce a lot of waste. So that's something to consider, too. You have certain kinds of fish that don't produce as much waste, maybe like betas or goldfish and some other breeds, they they produce a lot of waste. So um, I guess with that type of situation, you have to um, be careful with your filtration, or you may have to make sure the water's cleaner a bit more often than with a fish that doesn't produce as much waste. So I think it's something like – tied in with their size, and then I was reading, but I guess this will be true for all fish, I don't know. One of the articles was saying that goldfish, of course, they, they don't have stomachs, so whenever they eat, the food just sort of just goes straight through them, but, you know, I, maybe that's true of all fish. Maybe no fish have stomachs, I'm not sure, haven't researched that, but I know they said that with goldfish, and also goldfish will just eat and eat. And eat, so you don't want to overfeed them because anytime you just keep dropping food in there, they're going to eat it. But we'll get to that if time permits. But if not, I'm going to give you guys some links to another article about you know um, ways to help you choose what kind of fish you want to put in here because this one, this article is just more about what all is involved with setting up the aquarium in the first place, which which is important because you need to know that you know, in order to, you know, have your fish have a great chance of surviving. Okay. So, okay, when you add fish, add only a few recommended fish at first. Gradually introduce more over the next four to six weeks. Choose only fish that appear active and healthy and take special care not to overcrowd your aquarium. Fewer, healthier fish are better than an overabundance of stressed out fish. Make sure the water your fish enter is approximately the same temperature as the water from which they leave. To equalize the two temps, float the transport container, which is usually a plastic bag, in the tank for about 15 minutes. And just about every site I've gone on, they say the same thing on that. So when the bag that you have the fish in actually set the bag into the water while the fish is still in the bag and let it kind of get adjusted to the new temp that it's about to be released into. Um, Let's see, for about 15 minutes. Then at five-minute intervals, open the bag and add a small amount of aquarium water. Let's see. Finally, after 15 minutes, gently net the fish and place it in the aquarium. Do not add bag water to the aquarium. So it's okay to add a little bit of aquarium water to the bag while the fish is still in it, but don't add the bag water to the aquarium if you can help it. Let the fish swim from the net into the tank. The less traumatic the transport, the better. Feed your fish twice a day, only what they will eat in about five minutes. And once again, this is according to this particular article, which is still the beginner's guide to successful fish keeping. Okay. Taking care of your new aquatic environment, and this is the end of this one. A properly maintained aquarium filter means cleaner water and healthier fish. You will need to replace your filter cartridge and perform a 25% water change every two to four weeks. You also need to vacuum the gravel thoroughly to remove any waste buildup. The easiest and most effective way to accomplish both a water change and a gravel cleaning is with a standard an operated gravel vacuum. Water that appears cloudy, yellowish, or smells bad is telling you that your aquarium water needs changing and a new filter cartridge immediately. If the problem persists, it may be because you have too many fish or because you're overfeeding them. Bring a sample of your water to your dealer for testing. When replacing water in an aquarium, be sure to treat it first. Most tap water contains chlorine or chloramines and adding untreated tap water to your tank could seriously harm your fish. Be sure to check with your dealer for the water dechlorinator that works best with your local tap water. Always replace old water with new water of approximately the same temp to avoid shocking your fish. Set aside an assortment of buckets, sponges, and towels to be used only with your aquarium. This will help prevent the introduction of harmful pollutants into the system. And always unplug electrical equipment before performing aquarium maintenance. So that was all on that particular article. So that's Beginner's Guide to Successful fish keeping. So let me come over here to, let's see. Because PetSmart, they have a, a good article about a setup guide for your new fancy goldfish because there's, I guess, regular goldfish and then there's the fancy goldfish. But um I'm going to go over here to choosing your fish, and this is on um, exoticpets.about.com, but I'll, I'll post a link to each one. Um and if they ask the question of freshwater versus saltwater. And they say if you're looking for a cheap fish with a cheap setup, then freshwater fish are probably what you'll end up with. These are the kinds of fish you find in small bowls and without a lot of light and filters, but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be in something larger with more accessories. Saltwater fish, on the other hand, won't be found in a store without filters and lights. These fish usually cost a bit more to begin with, and their setups are, of course, more costly and involved. Um, But according to fish experts, saltwater fish are actually lower maintenance than freshwater once you have that setup established. Um, They say goldfish are by far the most common kind of freshwater fish. Um, They usually do well in a simple setup with a bowl but are very dirty fish, so regular water changes are required. Um, so yes, they are one of the many articles. There was one I read that described goldfish as disgusting so um i but I think what they're referring to that they, they just release a release a lot of waste, so so they go they go to potty in the water a lot, so basically that's what that is. So I guess just if you have fish that are like that, you just have to expect to have to change the water more frequently. Um, they say beta fish are very popular due to the small bowls they're sold in at pet stores and their bright colors and long fins. Male baiters are usually housed alone, and although they're sold in tiny bowls, they thrive in bigger tanks with a filter and aeration system just like goldfish do. And before I run out of time, I'm going to back out of this in one second and go back over here to PetSmart talking about the fancy goldfish. Um, I think this is a good thing to consider and they, they give you three things to consider regarding the goldfish, but this can apply to any fish. Goldfish, they can live from 10 to 30 years. They can grow up to a foot long and they should only live with other fancy goldfish. So when even when you're selecting any type of fish, you need to think about, okay, well, how long can this fish ideally live? How big is it going to get? Because that's going to inform you on what size aquarium that you're going to need to get. So, It looks like I've run out of time, so I will post the PetSmart article and also the um, About.com and the first article that I was reading from. So I will leave this up to you to determine whether you think that goldfish will be too much upkeep for you. For me, I think it would just be exhausting getting the aquarium up and running, and it does kind of seem like a lot of maintenance for me. But I do see, you know, the pros of it, too, compared to having a traditional pet. So i leave that up to you guys to make that decision. But I want to thank you guys once again for listening in. And be sure to join me next Saturday. Hopefully, Dee will be with me. We're going to be talking about the cock sites of Puerto Rico and also discussing their iguana problem. So um, you guys know I just came off a vacation, and that's where I kind of, you know, got motivated to do that episode. And that episode was actually supposed to be today, but I ended up scheduling the wrong one. So um, that one and this one just sort of got switched around. So be sure to join me next Saturday for the cop Fights of Puerto Rico Um, discussing, like, the roosters fighting and stuff. So join us on that. We should be on at our normal time of podcasting. And here's to wishing you guys a wonderful weekend. Be safe, and I will check out you guys later. Bye.